We're really lucky to be joined in the studio by Ray Houghton. Mm. So, Ray, how are you? I'm very good indeed. Thank you, David. I've seen you in ages. Yeah, I know. I've not seen you for quite some time, but uh, good to come back to Palace. I might be the lucky omen, you know, because the last time I was here, it was the last time Palace won, which was against Leicester 2 0. So I'm sure if Neil Warnock hears about that, I'll be getting a call yeah, regularly from every back, game. Can we bring back Ray back all the time? <laughs> <laughs> well, you. Uh, did you foresee that today? Um, I was expecting uh, a good match. I was expecting both teams have been struggling for a bit of form of late. I mean, both of them have only had one win in six prior to today. So I was expecting a real competitive game, which I think we had. I don't think there was any question about it. Liverpool got off to a great start. I mean, Ricky Lambert's goal was absolutely sublime, wasn't it? Great touch with his left foot onto his right, pushed it past uh, Julian Spironi, gave him no chance whatsoever. And then I was looking at Palace and thinking, right, come on, what have you got about you? Are you going to feel sorry for yourself? Or are you going to really dig in and try to get something out of the game? And all credit to them. I thought their attitude was excellent. I think Yedinak drives him. I mean, he's something. He's. I mean, he's not an eye catcher. He's not someone you look at and go, he does brilliant things. But he breaks up the play. He's always in the right position. You know, his space awareness is terrific. He helps out the defence time and time again. He just does it nice and neat. He's a real driving force. And I thought it was usually important to get the goal when they did. And I know they did exceptionally well. First, Joe Ledley breaking from midfield, going past two Liverpool players, continuing continue Alana without them getting anywhere near him. And then Balassi, who was a, a real thorn in Liverpool's side all day today. Terrific shot, but all credit to Dwight Gale. You know, he hadn't really had a kick prior to that, but his awareness and how quickly he reacted to get into the position that he did to get ahead of Skirtle and side foot it with his right foot past uh, Simon Mignolet was absolutely terrific. And I tell you what, we, we Gail, he doesn't always look like he's in the game, but he's a real threat because he's got genuine play, pace, he plays on the shoulder of the last defender, and you can see there is real worry when he's in the side. Well, we, we see him a lot, obviously, because we're here every game. You're not, uh, you're not so lucky. To be here, <laughs> but uh, I what, might be no. <laughs> what um, what do you think of Gale? I quite like him. I think own. he's now a starter. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's a little bit different to to what you've got. You know, we we other players. You know what you see about them is that they always want to, you know, like coming and get involved in the build-up play. I don't think he's that bothered about being involved in the in the build-up play. He'll let others get involved, the likes of Shamak and Balassi and Punchin and others. But what he wants to do, he wants to get in the box. He wants to score goals, and I think that's a a rare commodity today. You know, there's too many want to be eye catchers. Yeah. You know, they want the fancy. Oh, look at him and he great the little ball that he played. He ain't worried about that. This lad, this lad is all about in the box scoring goals, and he's got you know a fantastic awareness. Uh, of where he should be at any given time. And even for the third goal, you know, either he was pulling the shirt off Skirtle, but so was Skirtle on him. And he sort of got his body in a position where the referee could see what Skirtle was doing, but not what he was doing. That in itself is an art. You know, yeah, you've got yeah. to give him credit for doing that. And Yedinak didn't let anyone down. What a finish that was. But uh, yeah, I mean, that was a usually important win for Crystal Palace today. The fans, once again, were terrific. There was a spell, you know, at 1 1 in the second half when they were just starting to get a little bit concerned. And yeah. you could Feel, feel, you could feel the tension around the ground. You know there was an uneasiness about them. You were just maybe getting ready to get on some of the players back because things weren't quite going their way. But then once they got the second goal, the whole place erupted and they got behind the team. And once again, they were superb and drove what, the team forward. What about Balassi? I love Balassi. Well, he's, <laughs> I thought he's, once again he's he's one of these lads that can do anything. You know, I think it's feast of famine. We we we, we Balassi. He's either absolutely brilliant or <laughs> yeah. he can he can go the other way. He done some exceptional things today. You know, when he picked the ball up, he's, he's, he's what really he was unorthodox though, isn't he? Yeah, but Every, I, everything about him, like even just the way he walks. I, I, I tell you what, though, he's strong, isn't he? You yeah, know, yeah. He's, he's quick. 
He's strong. Hello. Is that Neil? Neil Warnock for first. No, not now. No, I'm not coming again. This is only my second game that I've been to. I'll come next time. But no, I, I, I like Balassi. I think he's got a lot of qualities. He can run at uh, the defence. He can create opportunities. Just got to work on his final ball, whether that be a cross or a shot. I just think at times he, you know, he doesn't take enough care. If he did, with all due respect, I think some of the big clubs, you know, the big top side, would come knocking because he's a real threat. Yeah, he's, he's really different, isn't he? Like, you know, well, I don't think real... you've got another player like him, have you? You know, punching, you know, punching's <laughs> a little bit different. Well, no, I mean, as <laughs> I say, he, he, he can do some great things, and you know, today, you know, what about what he did for the second goal yeah. when he flicked it over the top of Lovren's head? And theirs was his quality. You know, when he did that, when you know, I'm there looking, I'm going, brilliant. Now, can you sort out a pass? Because this is what lets him down. And he picked out a great ball for Joel Ledley. Perfectly timed, perfectly paced. So he can come in there and just say foot it past Simon Minnelli. And if he could do that on a consistent basis, he'd be absolutely outstanding. So I've got a friend who's uh, at Bristol City. And uh, they said that when he left, there was no real... You know, they didn't really care. And we signed him for a couple of hundred thousand. And but him and Zahar got us into this league. Yeah, but you do on, you do find though, David. Flank. Yeah, but you you do find in foot with footballers, you know, the better players they play with, the better they become. Yeah, you know, and in all due respect to where he might have been before, you might not have seen the quality because the players couldn't get the ball to him. You know, they didn't see him as the threat. Whereas Palace have identified him, and Neil Warnock's identified him is a mainstay player. Plays every game. Get him the ball. Let him go on. You know, he's encouraged. And I love that in football today. It's not all about passing and, you know, when you get the ball, you know, keeping it and going nowhere. Get it to the lad. He's very direct. He's got great belief in himself. He wants to beat players. He wants to take players on. Hallelujah. At least there's a few about today. Who gets you on the end of your seat. He yeah. gets in on the edge of your seat. And, you're, and you can see the Palace fans encourage him. Go on, get after the fullback. Like to try and take him on. You're not going to beat him every time, but keep giving him the encouragement to do that. There's a, as a club like Liverpool, obviously, um, you, if, you're under pressure, aren't you, mm. from the off? Like, Brendan Rodgers, under pressure. If you look at the sack race now, he's flying up the table more than Liverpool are. Well, he's had four defeats in a row now. You know, in, That's in, in huge, isn't it? That is huge. We've <laughs> you know, one win in the last seven yeah. you know, in, in all competitions, and that was a Capital One Cup match against Swansea. So, yeah, he is under pressure. You know, he, he put out a weakened team, if you like. Uh, against uh, Real Madrid, which yep. they didn't get the result in that one, which puts huge pressure on Wednesday evening. They go to Bulgaria to play Ludogorets. If they don't get a win there, um, that's their chances of qualification just about gone, and it will put Brendan under more pressure. Now, I don't want to see anything happen to Brendan personally. You know, I think after last season, you have to give him a little bit of leeway, losing your best player, Suarez, losing your second best player in uh, Daniel Sturridge's team. And injury. he doesn't have, an, on these sign-ins, there is a committee, isn't there? A transfer committee. And stuff. Well, I mean, but he's also got scouts that he's brought in who he knows, you know, and yeah. that's what you do. You scout the players. You know, they've been out there looking at the players that, that he believes alongside the committee and the scouting network who they think can come in and actually make... Uh, Liverpool better and he will be judged for me at the end of the season on where they finish what they've won and the players that he's brought and how well or not that they've done I think that's when you should really judge a manager I think it happens too frequently where you know one result he's got to go two results that's it yeah, yeah, that's the sure. end of him well, we've think had it need... with Warnock even now yeah, you know? but, yeah. <laughs> so what, look at Alan Pardew a former Crystal Palace player yeah, at Newcastle you know early on in the season everyone's shouting for his head the owner dug his heels in and said he's gone absolutely nowhere and look what's happened to them. So football can change very quickly. You know, you can start winning games very, very quickly and you can put a run together and you start climbing the league like Newcastle have and there's nothing to suggest that Liverpool can't do that. 
And likewise with Crystal Palace, nothing to say they, they can put a run together now where they've got a bit of momentum behind them, a bit of confidence, a bit of belief, uh, and you take it into your next match. One of the great things about being back in the Premier League, Ray, is that uh, you get to play t- teams like Liverpool yeah. and stuff, and obviously we let Charlton and Millwall fight out in the minor divisions and <laughs> things. But um, one of the things that I love seeing is, is the, the opposition players, if it's someone like a Gerrard, now, we were just having a discussion. We had a bit of uh, Twitter and, and things like that saying that he's finished and he's this and he's that. He had a great season last year for Liverpool, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, that slip, you know, against Denver Bar was what it was. But is he is he done? Because he no, didn't I don't look think... like Stephen Gerrard. No, today. he's not. I mean, he's not. But I think he'd been asked to play in a different role. You know, he's getting even deeper now. You know, if you looked at him and, and he was coming back towards the two centre-halves, like a third centre-half, and then they were, Lovren and Skirt were giving him the ball, and then he's trying to hit long diagonal balls 50 yards. And when, by doing that, Dave, what happens is if you're a midfield player, you've now got to make up the ground right. to get closer to the players that you should be picking up. So he's now got you in 25 yards all the time to get to close to Shamak to yeah. try and pick him up, who's the deep-line midfielder. Uh, or sorry, the attacking midfielder for Crystal Palace. So he's now got you, as he plays the ball, he's now got you run forward. And if you're doing them 20 times, 30 times, 40 times a game, it will take it out of your legs. I just felt that Stephen's starting position was too close to the two centre-halves, who should be pushing them on, saying to him, look, we can play the ball from here. You get an advanced position, we'll give you it there. If you get turned, you can still play the same pass, but you're closer to the opposition's midfield and you don't have to do as much running. I think, thought tactically Liverpool might got it wrong today. Look how Crystal Palace set up. It was Yedinak and Ledley as a two. Whereas Liverpool went with well, one in that position in the first half, which was Steven Gerrard. Played a diamond formation with Allen on the left uh, uh, and Lallana on the right with uh, uh, Coutinho just ahead of him and the two lads up front. I mean, Ryan Sterling actually looked like he was playing as a forward today. Yeah, yeah. It didn't quite work. What Liverpool should have done was did what they did in the second half to a degree where they brought Joe Allen a little bit deeper, played alongside Steven Gerrard and unless Stephen had someone in and around him to help out in that area of the field. But what cost them the game? Two defensive mistakes and a bit of magic from Balassi, where Lovren slips when he's in the left-back position. Balassi, lovely bit of skill over the top of him. That it proved very, very costly. And then Martin Skirtle, who's on a yellow card, pulling at the shirt uh, of, of Dwight Gale, which I, I mean, I'm watching it thinking, what is going on? Yeah. I mean, I just can't believe what some footballers do today. What goes through the head at that moment during the game? Why they want to pull the shirt of a player? Dwight Gale was going nowhere. There was no danger whatsoever to, to Liverpool. And then there is a danger because you pull a shot and you give away a free kick in an area, you know Yedinak has got supreme ability. So how did Liverpool get out of this? What do they do from now? Because well, Gerrard to... there, that's not right, is it? So Gerrard's got to be further up. Uh, they haven't got the players. Well, I mean, what they need back quickly, and it's not going to happen, is uh, it's to get Sturridge back. Yeah. Well, Liverpool have had one outstanding performance this season, and that was at Tottenham Hotspur, where they played with Balotelli and they played with Sturridge, and in behind them was uh, Raheem Sterling in a diamond formation, and they tore Tottenham apart. Some of the football that day was absolutely brilliant. Created 8, 9, 10, 12 chances for an away team at Tottenham Hotspur, was reasonably good, and won the game comfortably enough. They have to try and get back to, the, to that. And defensively, back to basics. Be hard to play against. 
You know, there's times out there I'm looking at Lalana, I'm looking at Coutinho, and they don't put a challenge in. It's yeah. as if they don't have to do that. You know, and I know Yedinak's a big, big lad, and I know Joe Ledley can come scary. through. It's well, two bearded men in yeah. midfield. It's pretty scary. Well, listen, that, that's, but, that's where you have to stand up and be counted. You know, I mean, when I played, I was never the most physical. I couldn't go in there and I'm going to knock you off the ball, but I'd be in your face. Yeah. I'd make sure I'd make it difficult. Yeah, would be get my arm up and put you off. I won't let you come waltzing through me, is what happened on too many occasions. What happened with Crystal Palace first goal? You know, when Joel Edley walks his past two of them, and then no one comes to close out Balassi, great shot off the foot of the post, and you know, Dwight Gale finishes it off. There was a Liverpool just looked like a, they didn't look manly today. You know, when I look at Chelsea, for example, if you look at in the Premier League, they look a manly side. Yeah, if yeah. you want to fight them, they'll fight you. If they want to try and play football against you, they'll play football against you. I just didn't think Liverpool looked like a side today that was very competitive, that there was enough men out there and who wanted to put in the yards. In the rain, the cliches are all out. You've got to have that, you've got to have that. You've got you've got today. I mean, before I came, you know, coming to the game today, I'm thinking, right, you know, how would I how would I set up against Crystal Palace today? One of the things you've got to say to your players, you have to work every bit as hard as them. Every 50-50, you want it, you've got to want it as much as they want it, and then you've got more ability than the opposition. Then you earn the right to play. Then you go and win the game. Liverpool weren't competitive enough all over the park today for me. Like they just allowed uh, Crystal Palace to dictate to them. And there was some really good performances. You know, every time I see Joe Ward, he, he impresses me more and more. He's yeah. getting forward a lot more. He's getting uh, hung out at left back as well. Yeah, he's he's a I mean, right back, really. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I know. You can tell because there was a few times he was crossing the ball with the outside of his right yeah. foot, you know, because he doesn't want to get it on his left. I don't mind that. Bit of a I don't victim of his own talent. Yeah, and. That was probably Joe Ledley's best game. I've seen Joe play a few games this season. He looked like a little bit off the pace, but that was the best I've seen him play today. I thought he had a well, major influence. You saw him more at Celtic. Yeah, um, and then it's a lot easier up there. We all due respect, you know. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be, you know, at your best, and you're going to beat the opposition. But when you play in the Barclays Did, Premier League, you have to be stronger, fit, really sharper, defensive. Yeah, Palace, but, but yeah, for Celtic, he, he was a bit more advanced, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he can be. I mean, he was like that with Cardiff as well. But that's the best I've seen him play. I've seen him play a few games. I thought today he was he, he was very good. And obviously, Yedinak, as I mentioned earlier, you always know what you're going to get from him. He's such a consistent performer. Uh, he's, a, he's not eye-catching. He's not someone who's going to dribble past people. He's not going to do wonderful passes. But he does all the ugly things in football. You know, he puts his foot in when he has to. He's imposing when he has to be. He wins his headers. He wins his tackles. He gives it nice and simply. And he's always a, a, a reassuring person to have in the Just middle of the park. Just come back off a long flight as well, having played for Australia. Well, it wouldn't matter, the lad. I mean, I mean, he'd go and play tomorrow. I mean, if yeah. you said to uh, to to me, yeah, tonight, there's another game tomorrow, he'd go lovely. Like, where are we but playing? That's what I mean. He's Get like me a there. real man, isn't he? Yeah, I he's, right yeah. after this game now, he's going to go and saw some wood in a shed, yeah. have a roast dinner and then fall asleep in a chair. Probably, well, Classic. yeah, yeah. We, we might not even fall asleep. You might just stay up all night you know, yeah. for the hell of it. You know, just get ready to go and play tomorrow. Um, he's, a, he's a Listen, you need characters like that. Football clubs are made up of people with different traits and different attitudes and different personalities. And he'd be one of the ones I'd want alongside me going into a football match, you know, because he's got that real desire, that real, you know, like uh, he wants to win. He wants to go out there and perform every time. And he drags everything out of the players that he plays alongside. Uh, how's your wife? Fine, yeah. Why, she's good oh, telling me off. No, no. Just had a text. Uh, what a great day to be a Palace fan. An amazing game. I love Ray Houghton. All right. Jackie. All right. Oh. <laughs> it could be, it could be a failure though, couldn't it? Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> never know your luck. Um, and another thing, uh, on the walls of, uh, of this studio, you just look back here. Oh, yeah. There's your pretty little face. Oh, goodness. Uh, we had some great memories. What, uh, 
where we were and what was happening on that day. Well, well that was, this is the game, obviously, against Sheffield United, wasn't it? When we won 1 0, we, Hoppy scored the uh, outstanding goals. Is that the one I was talking about? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, it wasn't a particularly good game, but what a finish to win it. Uh, and there's some great players there and great, some great people who I know very, very well. Even Victor Bettinelli, remember Vic? Uh, yeah. Vic is now at Fulham and his son is uh, playing in goal for Fulham at the moment. Um, I've actually got long dark hair there where did it all go wrong well i didn't want to say bruce dyer well, no bruce there hair, yeah oh some great players yeah miss well, missed them great times yeah every uh every single uh player in this um picture actually gets a car parking space at the club yeah for match days yes yeah, yeah i've that, got a long walk to mine exactly thank you yeah <laughs> thank i actually had to get in contact with you who you gave me the name of a road where i could actually park you know what there was actually a space there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I had to nick the car to move it for you. That's all right. Well, say thank you, Dave, for that. Yeah, yeah. These things come naturally. <laughs> Ray, thanks so much Pleasure, for lads. Up, great day. It was a great back to come back to Palace. And as I say, last time I was here, beat Leicester 2-0. Come back today, beat Liverpool 3-1. Neil, I'm available for all sorts of things. Just give me a shout.